0: You ain't got a job.
1: You don't have a job. You know what I said is true and the truth hurts. Take it and run with it. Take it and run with it. Hello everyone and welcome to another whirlwind episode of thoughts for thoughts. (sighs) So, you know, I'm just sitting here. It's my last day at home. a while. Um, It's disgusting out. It is completely gray, rainy, freezing cold, which is, you know, doing nothing for our mental health or, you know, this current state of the world doing legit nothing. Um, But yeah, I'm sitting here drinking, you know, and I hate to say it because in all seriousness like I yeah okay do I love a Starbucks yeah I do uh, it's a, sh- a shameful thing to say but that's kind of where I'm at uh, now do I would I prefer like you know a local coffee shop or you know an independently owned kind of a deal yeah of course I would but you know when it's a day when it's a complete monsoon like today and you just want that drive-through action Ugh, nothing can beat it. Absolutely nothing, so. Yeah, so you know, we're here, spending some quality time with the dog, and you know, just thinking about the past week, which has been nothing short of hilarious. Now I've been in full hibernation mode while I still can. Sweats, no makeup, rolling out of the bed, you know, barely, barely taking care of myself, we'll say. Um, because next week we go into full swing of, you know, looking cute every day, gonna get actually really thinking of amping the workout routine from, you know, the three days a week to the four or five because, pale and chunky for the winter, if you know what I mean. So yeah, 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 we're really gonna, you know, dive right in to the lifestyle You know tomorrow and monday but anyway so this week was kind of weird though because i started i started like waking up you know how everybody talks about this like remember how bella hadid you know said in that interview that she like stopped drinking because she would wake up with like intense anxiety and like like and i always thought i was like oh that's never has never been me I was like, I'm good, like, you know, I just have anxiety during the day, just, when I go to sleep, like, I'm out, like, oh, no, no, so, the other night, um, I, there were these, like, gummies on the table going up the stairs, and I was like, you know, I've had a long day, you know, shit's stressful, I, let me just take a gummy, go to sleep, you know, so, I take the gummy, drift off into a, what I thought would be blissful sleep, twas not. Um, I literally woke up at like, it had to have been like two or three, uh, in the morning and I felt like I was going to the other side. I mean I I didn't know whether I was awake or if I was asleep. I thought I was like 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 my the, my butt was going to like my heart was going to fly out my butt. Like like my heart was pounding. I had visions of me like like literally like having a heart attack. It was so and I've never ever responded to any kind of you know anything that way. And um, it really kind of kicked off a week of repeated episodes. It was very strange. So then like the next day, you know, I was like, I woke up literally still feeling high. And I was like, gosh, like I have to sign on. I had like an appointment early that morning. I was like, this is going to be an absolute fucking day. And that it was. That it was. But then come to find out, So I told Grace, and she goes, oh, yeah, I got these gummies from a guy. I don't know. I have no clue what his name is. We'll call him, like, Dave or Mark or I don't know. And she's like, oh, did you take the whole thing? And I was like, yeah, like, uh, why not? Because, of course, I think that I'll be fine with anything. Clearly not. Clearly not. But, uh, yeah, so then anyway... I mean, it all all ends up okay in the end because this was actually probably great in the long run because then I had my first meeting with my psychiatrist on Thursday who is, I won't say her name, you know, hip privacy reasons, but when I tell you the psychiatrist was completely off the chain, like a Southern woman from Georgia, just like, what's wrong, honey? What's wrong? 10 out of 10. Couldn't be better. So, you know, the, the waking up with the, you know, fear of God in the middle of the night, that's like, you know, we're getting on something for it. It's fine. It's fine. It all came together, you know, cohesively. So that's all good. Um, but yeah, so we're coming out of hibernation, going back to New York, um, and we're going to have a new vibe, you know? I'm going to, guys, I think I'm going to start wearing color. I think I'm going to introduce that into my wardrobe you know maybe you know I've always said I was really like Lisa Renna with my hair we have one way of doing it it looks it's looked great for years and it's my signature why are we going to change it but I don't know as of recently I'm like mix it up like I was never you know how people like go through phases where they're like yeah like I'm changing. I need to, you know, redo my hair. I need to, like, get a bunch of tattoos or, like, I don't know, bullshit like that. Was never me. Was never me. I said, well, you know, this has worked thus far. What? I don't know. Like, I would rather fucking redo my whole wardrobe. I'm not fucking going to, like, chop my hair off. No. No. And, yeah, I get shit for it. Should I get more trims? Probably. Will I? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. It's making me think. It's making me think. So we'll see. But uh, yeah, anyway, spring is coming in. Spring is about to be sprung. Is the world still crumbling? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. But, you know, I feel, I'm feeling a little bit renewed. So we'll see how that goes. But I got to tell you, I have a lot of pop culture to talk about in this episode. Whew. Now, the last time I was on the mic, I had not heard the iconic ground... I don't know if we'll call it ground baking, but juicy song by our... I know we all know this podcast is very like if I were a pop star which as everybody knows is if I had to go back and redo my life I would absolutely go back and be a pop star it seems like the life for me okay you know and you know people not everybody knows this about me but yeah I used to sing I could fucking belt out a tune or two okay you know get me in those cute little sparkly outfits let me sing about some stupid emotional shit and let's roll I could totally do that it is a dream maybe I'll be a late in life pop star okay who knows anyway um but you know I will say besides you know my affinity for Shawn Mendes who I feel like literally uh, such a huge part of this podcast um but I think our other pop representative would have to be Camila Cabello if I was a pop star that's who I would be in another life literally like she's messy never has it together but like you know has her little Spanish thing going on like 100 so anyway she comes out with this song white people call it bam bam people with culture I think it's bam bam who knows? But anyway, so she drops a song. So good. Featuring Ed Sheeran. Oh, And then I heard it and then it got me into a whole Ed Sheeran spiral where I went all the way back to like that first album that had like Drunk and like The City and like he's been with us through thick, through thin. And I know people want to drag him, but um He's a consistent kind of bitch, okay? And don't hate him for being successful. But anyway, it's neither here nor is it there. I love this song. Actually, I love this song, and I love the video even more. I mean, she's definitely, like, I feel like this is brand new territory for her because I just feel like she's kind of been, like, okay, I'm going to say it. Like, I think the breakup in, like, Lifted her music to new heights. Do you know what I mean? Also, like I think she's in her thought era, which is like everybody should be in their thought era. Like I don't think she's had that before. It's always kind of been like, uh, you know, like. But now, I don't know. I think she's really. This phase is different, and I like it. But you know, we have to go into the lyrics. Because my, you know, I I've wanted to know. I felt like the song that Sean put out, I was just bored. I was bored. I was disappointed. It was just not the vibe. It wasn't hopeful. It was mopey. It was, I couldn't shake my ass to it. Which If you're going to put out a breakup song, sh- we want to shake our asses to it, you know? Come on. So, I did not know if it was going to be like that or whatever, but, um, I just completely found, it wasn't, I wasn't even like it was that bad, but, okay, let's read, let's read. So, the first lyrics, you said you hated the ocean, but you're surfing now. Who hates the ocean? What? Sir? What's going on? Is there past trauma there? I mean, probably. I don't know, but that rang strange. Also, it did make me think of those pictures he posted where he was ripped on the uh, surfing, and the, was she referring to those photos? Probably. I don't know. I don't know. That was interesting. Um... I said, I'd love you for life, but I just sold our house. Okay. So clearly, um, he broke up with her. Wow. I need to know more. I need to know more. I'm endlessly fascinated. Um, but also what, what house? What about the dog? Why? My whole thing was like, well, what about the dog I feel like she got the dog but I'm just like that, that must have been just that's what I'm thinking I didn't know they had a home where where oh I miss those pandemic walks that was a time let's just just all like think about COVID and we were just like oh so glad we're out of COVID like no like I'm glad too obviously but then there's this part of me that thinks back to like like I'll never forget that like mid-March 2020 like where I was working and then when they were like oh we're gonna be closed for like two weeks and just like settling in you know you all know I thrive in a hibernation mode and that was just like Honestly, for a little while, it was complete bliss. Like, walks, walking all around the town in the middle of the day, drinking wine on the porch every day. Like, four, I mean, of Outer Banks. That's just, honestly, I look back on it fondly. I ain't mad about it. But anyway, um, you could be casually dating. Has anybody read the Dumas? There's always two mob lines about Sean being, like, with someone. There was one last week that, like, raised my eyebrows. I was like, hmm. Like, I'm very in tune to see who's up next. Very in tuned. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I just needed to touch upon that. And I'm going to be staying tuned. I'll be giving updates because, you know, everybody wants to talk about the basic Betty's like you know like oh, like Haley and Justin fucking Gigi and Zane you know I this was my corner of the pop culture market okay and I'm sticking to it okay everybody has their faves and their things this will be my beat my journalistic feat I'm staying on the story so anyway moving along Okay, we need to talk about Kim Kardashian's <laughs> kind of unprovoked comments that about how women should quote, get off their asses and work. Uh, Kimmy, 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 Kimmy. I am not mad at her because I truly believe she is in her fearless era of knowing that she will never get canceled. She won't, she, got, she will not get canceled. Mind you, she's been going through a lot, literally being harassed by Kanye in front of the entire world. Um, so yeah, maybe a couple unhinged comments are gonna come flying through the woodwork, you know, like, okay. But the thing that caught me was just how greatly unhinged it was. Because if I remember correctly, I hope I'm not remembering this incorrectly, but this is what I gathered. When you watch the video of the Variety interview, that that piece was an excellent piece. Everybody should read if you're not totally nauseous by the Kardashians. But come on. We're nauseous by other things at this point. Um, But it just, like, it came out of nowhere. It's not like you heard anyone be like, what's your business advice for women? She just goes, you want to know what actually um, women? I don't even think she said women. I'm not sure, but she just said people or something. "Um, You should get up off your ass and put in the work and da-da-da-da. And then there's like this part where Courtney, which we all know Courtney is my fave, and this is exactly why. Because Kim's like, people don't want to work nowadays, like, you know, using the whole like – 50 year old perspective of like oh people just don't want to work and then Courtney goes yeah that's so true yeah which Courtney I love this lack of self-awareness it's so beautiful it's such a gift because Courtney has made her mark just completely like made The point to be like, no, like, I just don't really want to work like that. Like, whatever. That's why I love her. She fully admits. She's like, no, like, I'm not, my whole life isn't going to be about work. Like, that's her thing. And here she is. Just completely, no self-awareness whatsoever going. Yeah, you're right. Like, people just don't want to work. It was beautiful. I don't even understand why anybody's mad because... That whole, like, 10 to 15 second clip is just a gift. It's just a gift. I I don't know how the other half lives, but I'm telling you right now, self-awareness is really, it's not there. It's not there. Oh, but then also, I know everybody says this about Kris Jenner, but, like, just, I don't even think it's Kris. I think Kim's running her own ship at this point, but, like the brilliance of her like coming under fire whatever, for those comments and then literally dropping the pictures of her and Pete the next day to get everybody off the trail Ugh, five stars <laughs> five stars it's too and nobody like I mean not that many people notice it anymore but there's just it's so brilliant it's so good Um, so, you know, I thought I would switch it up this week. I know I typically always talk about Jersey and Salt Lake, which, wow, last week, last week's episode of Salt Lake was the most glued I had been to a television screen in, I'm not even kidding you, eons. It was so compelling, like, the fact that half of, like, at least a good 20 to 30 minutes of the entire reunion part two was them talking about a man who is dead dark stuff haunting stuff um yeah my job was on the floor but I thought you know I talk about Salt Lake and we're getting the third part tomorrow so I'll go into that next week um maybe with a guest we'll see we'll see how the week plays out um but you know, there's so many things on, I thought I'd turn it over to um, Housewives of Orange County, which has not, it's, it's struggled. It's struggled in the past few years. Now, thank God we got my, I'll call a good friend, um, Heather DeBro back. I love watching her. I don't care what anybody says. She and her family are so compelling. And this week, especially, proved exactly so um so gina and emily like go off because gina gina casita as danny pellegrino once oh my god wait hold the phone i have to say shout out to danny pellegrino who released his book last week that's amazing i'm reading it right now um grace and i went to his live show the other night and it was just a complete like hour of joy just joy like before he like came out um to kind of like you know like chat with everybody and like do his um whole kind of like live show thing and tell stories he played this montage of just like The only way to describe what that montage was, and I literally am going to, like, obsessively DM him, be like, I need it, please release the montage, please, because when I tell you it was, like, cuts of, like, 90s rom-coms and housewife stuff and just, like, Kathy Lee Gifford and, like, all this, like, joyous, ridiculous, hilarious stuff, and it went on for, like, I wanted to say it was at least the supercut was definitely a good. Mm, I want it felt like ten minutes, but I laughed my ass off. It was so joyful. It was just a lovely evening, and I'm so happy for you, Danny. The book, you are a true, true storyteller, and just as Kathy Lee once said, or always says, everyone has a story. But anyway back to the point at hand so um yeah so Gina and Emily um go off to New York and I didn't really understand like I think that they were bringing her kids Heather's kids to visit colleges so they went to Heather's uh alma mater which is I think Syracuse and like it was just so the Heather and Gina friendship I Think is so nice but also like like I I, I just didn't understand like why we had to go to the college and like whatever like it just you know but within all of that we got one of the most compelling scenes I've seen on OC in the past three seasons which was Heather's mother they meet up with like Gina's parents and then Heather's mother comes to dinner And she starts, like, she sits down at the table, and she starts yelling at the waitstaff about the way that they had set the table. I wanted to say, I think that they were at, like, Tao. It was very, it was so shocking. And, like, Heather sitting there, who, Heather is a doll. I know y'all may have seen. I kind of know her a little bit um her and terry are two of the nicest people ever so like heather is sitting there and just literally looks like she wants to crumble up in a ball and die which we've all been there we've all been there with our mothers but like this was so extreme and the mother is just like so like her order she's like i want a martini i want um the ice on the side i want the glass chilled i want the it was so unbelievable I mean, also to you, her mother was chic as hell, so I like, kind of love it, but the attitude, death's not. Um, and then you just have, like, Gina's parents who are just, like, happy to be there, like, sitting there being like, <laughs> oh my god. It was so interesting. Like, I, this, okay, another pitched handy Andy Cohen. I'm full of pitches, um, because this line truly runs wild. But anyway, um, what about if we could literally get as many of the Real Housewives mothers, there should be, like, a mother-daughter special where, like, we just see them, like, going out to dinner with their mothers. We don't need any activities. It just needs to be, like, like, get, like, Heather and her mom and do, like, maybe, like, hmm, who who else would have an interesting mother? We know Marge Senior from Jersey, so we we don't need oh my god like Ramona's mother oh my god I hope she's still with us I don't know if she's still with us but wow or like like Luann and her mother or you know because the best scenes, like let's think of like Tinsley and Dale there has been no other scene that has really really topped the um when tail when tail Jesus Christ I've had no alcohol today either, so yay. Dale and Tinsley are, like, she's trying on wedding dresses, which I don't even think she was engaged to Scott at that point, which made the whole scenario even crazier. Um, Are, like, so she's in the wedding dress, and then they start crying over her fertilized eggs. Uh, That is television. That is, that's everything. Uh, yeah, who else? Who else? Um, why am I short-circuiting? Okay, let's think Beverly Hills. Um, Erica Jane and her mother. woo I feel like we've seen her on the show before. I can't remember when. I think that was like one of our first seasons. And I remember that there was a weird tension there. Okay? That would be great. So let's do Heather and her mother, Erica and her mother, Ramona and her mother, if she's still with us. i wonder if sonia sonia morgan's mother is still with us (gasps) oh mg can you imagine i wonder i wonder wow okay it's neither here nor is it there um yeah so that just that one scene also too oh see i'm trying to figure out like where do we go i don't mind noella like i feel like she could potentially bring good drama and she's giving us lifestyle like i think she she can kind of even oh even though she doesn't have sweet james anymore oh wait so that lifestyle is kind of gone ooh okay we just need someone we need one or two other people on the cast who can like compete with heather's wealth because right now it just seems like everybody's mother henning her and I mean, she deserves that. She's amazing and lives a fabulous life. But she needs like a she needs like a Lisa Vanderpump type to kind of uh, compete with. Not compete, but just like even the playing field. Because right now the playing field is not even. Just saying. But also, I know everybody trashes them, but leave Emily and Gina. I like them. There's a certain comfort about them to me. Keep them. Anyway, um, what else? What else? What? Um, Miami. I want to touch upon Real Housewives of Miami. I just watched the last um, part of their reunion, which too is a perfect little, especially for that kind of a season where, you know, nobody got arrested. Nobody is going to, you know, federal prison. So we don't really need three parts. Um, but that was such a great... Season of that show because like there was the perfect amount of like old school housewives pettiness like like Nicola Marisol that was like I loved watching that tip for tap because it wasn't like you could definitely see that they can move past it about the whole thing about like oh I just I don't trust you you told my friends this and like da 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 I like that 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 to me is fun stuff because you know nowadays we're getting like really heavy with you know the erica janes of it all like the burn victims and the lawsuits and the jen shaws and the you know going to prison for 50 years like it gets dark so it miami just feels light and like nice to me and i i love how everybody is like you know we have so many like cubans and like like we're speaking spanish all the time because i feel like there there's a lack of that in the franchise there's a lack of ton of people of color all around we could we need more but especially like you just notice when you're watching miami or like because they'll be like nicole said something she goes um she's talking about like holding a grudge and she, it was so interesting, she she couldn't find the word for it in English, and she said the Spanish word, and then, like, three of them jumped in, and they're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I love that, I loved it. Also, um, I just can't, like, pick a, I know that, like, they're not divided by any means, but I know that, like, Julia, Nicole, and Adriana are closer, and then, like, Alexia Marisol, and, like, Lisa are closer kind of and then Gertie kind of just like everyone loves Gertie because hello she's amazing um but I like don't really understand the whole like Larsa like oh we need to talk about Larsa Pitman. actually I'm gonna go into this right now if you want to be truly spooked Um, now I say this in not looks, this is not going off of looks. This is simply going on like the way a person acts. If you watch Larsa in the first season of Miami and then you like see her now, it's like she started out like a woman in her late thirties and then regressed to about like a 23 year old in the current season you know what I mean? Cause like in the, you know, in the first season, she just like looks totally different, but like looked beautiful then, looks beautiful now, but like looks completely different and talks the way she talks is so different. And like, she like, in the first season, she's like talking about things that are like, like adults talk about, like she talks like an adult, but now she talks like instagram only fans you know like she talks like with like that and i don't know if it was the kim kardashian friendship um, i don't know but there's something someone's gotta check in i hope i hope that she's going to therapy because there's something very strange about there is i'm not judging i'm just simply observing and i've never seen a change like that in someone that's very that's so wow well. Um, yeah, but anyway, I didn't understand all the criticism of Dr. Nicole. I mean, they were going in so hard on her for getting engaged and then, like, not telling them, but then selling the story to people, allegedly, which to me is, like, fine. Like, please, like, maybe those things do happen, all those ladies know, and then... (laughs) Marisol came in hot though where she goes oh it was people online it wasn't even print that made me chuckle that was incredible <laughs> but even more so like leave her alone so if she wants to get engaged let her get engaged I mean not a big deal whatever also I saw them watch what happens live. I don't know if anybody saw this but um Julia and Brooke Shields are best friends that is interesting food for thought you yeah. know oh gosh what else what else I mean what oh um I don't know if anybody has ever watched I need to touch upon this because I started watching it this week and it's 10 out of 10. Five stars. I think it came out. It actually is so comforting because I think all three seasons there was like, I think it started like 2012 and like ended probably like 2014 or something. But happy endings that the sitcom with like Casey Wilson and um oh my gosh, I'm blanking on the names, but anyway, um, so cute, such a good listen, the world is stressful right now. We all need our little oomps of joy wherever we can get them. Turn on happy endings. I mean, such a little, because as everybody knows, you know, I'm a very, I don't love a movie. I don't love a series that is super long. Like I'm not gonna be sitting here watching. Okay, well, perfect example you know, I am Christine Baranski's daughter and I really wanted to dive into the Gilded Age. I was like, yeah, I can watch this. I can stay tuned for the Gilded Age. I can do it. Couldn't do it. Mm-mm. I literally sat there. I was like, mm, yeah, Mm-mm. not for me. Not for me. Too old, too long. Not feeling it. Even Succession which I know that everybody is like, oh, oh my God, you haven't watched all of Succession? What's wrong? What? I get it. I get it. I want to. I, that was a compelling show. I watched about, I think I made it through the first season. It's just the upkeep of those shows. Like, I I just don't think my brain is um, evolved enough for an hour-long drama. You know what I mean? And that's okay. I mean, maybe one day we'll grow. Um just not now I know um but anyway yeah happy endings if you just ugh, so funny like things necessarily like aren't that funny like like I would consider the funniest show I've ever seen to be like Jamei private school girl the comeback the original Will and Grace not the new Will and Grace like that shit was funny where it was like a sitcom, yeah, we heard, well, not Jemais, and not the comeback, but like, with like an old Will and Grace, like, you know, I heard, we hear the laugh track and everything, but I was, like, the jokes genuinely hit, they landed, they were funny, they were unexpected, they were of the time, now sometimes I'm like, I think the only other show that genuinely has like made me laugh that's a comedy is Abbott Elementary, that, and it's still a little safe. Like, I don't know if we're ever gonna like laugh again truly at shows like that, I don't know. Cause I think everything is a little safe now. But, uh, all right, anyway, I'm gonna wrap this up because here we are, it's a nice 36 minute. I have lots of packing to do. Um, oh, it's daylight savings tomorrow, so it's actually, fuck, it's 4.30 right now, so lost an hour of doing shit I need to do, so, uh, yeah, I'm gonna sign off, and, um, you know, guys, go into this week feeling new, fresh, we, uh, it's gonna stay light until eight o'clock, reset your goals, do what you gotta do. Um, wow, well, here I am having my, uh, motivational moment. Um, yeah, come on, just get into it, put that good energy out there. I'm going to try to. The world's dark right now, but we don't have to be. Ooh, I don't know if that's, ooh, that might come off bad. Well, give yourself time to, you know, acknowledge the darkness in the world and then, you know, put out light, put out some light to cover the darkness. Okay. I don't know what I'm saying. Um, anyway, guys, as always, besos, amore, love you, love and light. Keep it fresh. Keep it new. See ya.